0: Welcome to this week's Moonlight of Emuna. Parshas B'chu Kaysai. This week's learning should be a chus for a full shleima for Chanamash Bas Vilchuratz Bas Rochel Shmol Shneizan Ve'Chavach Chavah Menach Morche Benafirah Chayah Bas Tova. From Benyafah Michchayim Ben Saru Chama Peramalke Leah Bas and Li Nishmas Hennyah Bas Mechel So this week is Parshas B'chu Kaysai. Parshas B'chu Kaysai is one of the two parshas in the Torah that deal with the Teichecha, the rebuke that Hashem gives the Jewish people if we don't follow Hashem's mitzvahs and uh, the uh, the Torah is is, is is something that's very terrifying, very scary things that uh, we don't want to see ever happen, although they have played out in Jewish history. And uh, it's something that we we lane, the Balker lanes a little bit lower. We don't make high safas in the middle of, we don't break for Alias in the middle of the Torah. It's, uh, it's somewhat not so positive. But the Gemara in Megillah, and Daph Lamed Aleph t- teaches us, the Gemara tells us, Tanya, Reb Shem ben i ben Elazar, says, Ezra Tiken Laniyisroel Shu Keren Klolish Shavateris Kehanim Koyde That this week's parsha, which is Teres Kehanim, is is Vayikra. So the Klolish in Teres Kehanim we read before uh, Shavuos, the week or two before Shavuos of Shemishta Torah, and the one in Mishnah Torah, the one in parshas. Kisavoy, that we read Kodim Rosh Hashanah and my timer, the Gemara says why, why do we read the of B'chukaysay before Shavuos and the of Kisavoy before Rosh Hashanah, my timer Amr Abaya ve'yitaymer Rishlakesh, some say Abaya said it, others say Rishlakesh said it Kadesh HaTich the V'Kelaseh so that the year should end with its curses and the Gemara goes on and says, I understand the toichachah the in Kisavoy before Rosh Hashanah, Ika Kadesh HaTich Lashanah we finish up all the curses before Rosh Hashanah and we start Rosh Hashanah with a new year a fresh Year with brachas Elul but the one in Vayikra, meaning the one in B'chu Kaisa, this week's parshu Atu Rosh is Shvuas a Rosh Hashanah. And the Gemara says, "In yes, Atseris Nami Rosh Hashanah, he is also a Rosh Hashanah. It's because we learn in the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah Misach Rosh Hashanah, Al paris Ilan that Shvuas is Rosh for fruits. Now, the 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 the, 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 the Gemara." Is saying that there's a new year about Rosh Hashanah. The problem with that is that there are several Rosh Hashanahs that are listed in the Mishnahs and Rosh Hashanah. There are several other Rosh Hashanahs. So why specifically Shvuas? And also, what does it mean that Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah for for fruits? Why is Shvuas particularly a Rosh Hashanah for for fruits? We know there are other Rosh Hashanahs for fruits. When we talk about Maaser of fruits, we look at uh, Tu B'Shvat. So exactly what this what what is what does this mean? And why is uh, Shvuas a time that we want to read the Kollos, all the negative things that could happen to the Jewish people for not listening to Hashem before? Especially if we think about in general, right, we know the famous Gemara's in Masech Rosh Hashanah, that there are two new years in the Jewish calendar. There's Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah, and there's Nisan, the, the month that has Pesach in it. We know that that's Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara in, in, in Rosh Hashanah has about when the world was created and other things that happened in Rosh Hashanah. So if anything, we would think, okay, if you really want to put this before the Rosh Hashanahs, so put the Kaisai before Pesach, that's the other Rosh Hashanah. So Reb Leibler Eger, Reb Leibler Eger in his Sefer Terrace Emes is bothered by this. Reb Leibler Eger was the grandson of Rabbi Kiva Eger. He was the Rebbe in, 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 uh, in Lublin, uh, very close chaver, and uh, was the Rebbe before Rav Reb Tzadik He was a Talmud of the Ishbitzer. So he is bothered by this question, and he says the truth is that it's true. The two New Years are Rosh Hashanah and Pesach. Pesach is really the other New Year uh, for the Jewish people. And if we think of the two Rosh Hashanahs, Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah is a time for tshuva, is a time when we get judged and we get a fresh, clean slate. And Pesach has that also. We know that in Mitzrayim, the Jewish people were on the 49th level of Tumah. And Pesach was, the, was, was them being taken out of that. Hashem took them out of Mitzrayim, started them off as a new, as a new nation. And Pesach was the journey of leaving, of leaving Tumas Mitzrayim. But he says Pesach is only the beginning of that journey. Pesach is only the beginning of the journey. We needed to go, Pesach really is just the, the start of this, pre, uh, of this procession, of this progression from Pesach to when the Jewish people w- would work to improve themselves, the 49th days, 49 days of the Sphira, right? To work on themselves. We know each day of the Sphere was supposed to correct another part of our personalities. To rise up the 49, we were on the 49th level of tome Mitzrayim. We have 49 levels to go up. That's the 49 days of Sphira till we're ready to be- receive the Torah. And that culminates in Shavuos. Shavuos is when the Jewish people, on Pesach we start to leave that Tuma. We get pulled out of Mitzrayim and we start to head in the direction towards Matan Torah. But it would take 49 days until we're ready to receive the Torah. To go from Pesach to Shavuos, 49 days, 49 days of introspection, of working on ourselves. That's the idea of the Sphiras. That's why if you pay attention to the Sefira, every day represents a different thing, right? The first day is Chesed, Shebe Chesed. Then we have Gvura Shebe Chesed. Every day has a unique thing. There are 49 combinations of the seven Sphiras that ultimately we, we work on each of these different aspects until we ro- arrive the day before P- Shuis to uh, Malchus Sheva Malchus, when we've corrected ourselves and we're ready to receive the Torah. And finally, on that day before Shavuos, when we reach that Malchus Sheba Malchus, when we reach that ultimate, we've worked on ourselves, we've corrected, we pulled ourselves out of the toma with Hashem t- giving us that initial pull out of the toma, but we've pulled ourselves up one level at a time, 49 levels, we are ready now to accept the Torah. What we need to do at, th- at those final stages before that is we re- need to read the Techecha. We need to re- recognize that that's what we were headed towards and we don't want that. We want to leave that behind us. We want to accept the Torah, in a way that these that these curses that are listed in the parsha should have nothing to do with us. We're ready to accept the Torah, to be Hashem's people, and to continue to raise ourselves up in new levels of kedusha. The taikha in this week's parsha, the the, klolos, the curses and the rebuke in this week's parsha is the opposite of what we want in our lives, and we need to remind ourselves of that. We don't want to have anything to do with this, with these punishments for people who don't listen to Hashem. We're coming to Kabbalah Saterah, we're coming to shvuas, ready to accept the Torah and to and to live a life that keeps these curses, this these these things in this week's parsha far away from us. We want no shaykhs to those things. And we say that we're doing it willingly. We admit that this is that whatever we were before, we're putting behind us. We don't want a part of that. We want to accept the Torah and recommit ourselves to Hashem and to the Torah. And he quotes the pasuk in Mishlei. There's a pasuk and Mishle in Mishlei in Perak Chav Ches pasuk Yud Gimel. The pasuk says, somebody who tries to hide his Averis, to cover up as various pretend that he didn't do Averis, to ignore them, he won't succeed. but one who confesses and abandons them, yirucham, he will obtain, he will achieve mercy." He He'll get mercy from Hashem. And he says that this Pusik is, we know that there's a general rule that if Bezdin, right, if I owe somebody money and I come into Bezdin and I admit it, so then I have to pay. But let's say there's a Knas, right, we know some punishments include a penalty. So for example, if somebody stole, so if he comes in and admits, he has to pay back the money that he stole. But if two witnesses bring him into Bezdin and say that he stole, then he pays double. He pays kefel. He pays the amount that he stole, and he pays the equal amount as a Knas. Now, if somebody comes into Bezdin and admits that he stole, he does not pay that second amount. So he stole $100, he admits it, he only pays $100. He does not pay the second $100 at Knas because we have a concept called Maydebi Putter that somebody who admits to the Knas, somebody who admits to the penalty, is Putter. He makes up for what he stole. He has to replace what he stole, but he doesn't have to pay the penalty. So he says, says Label Eger, that's what we're doing here. We're coming to Hashem and we say that it's possible before we set out on this journey, before Pesach, not possible, it's true that we deserved some of these punishments. We deserved some of the knas in this week's parsha. We deserved it. But we're admitting it and we're committing ourselves and we've done that over the last 49 days. We're committing ourselves to a new Kabbalah satira We're re accepting the Torah. We're putting that part behind us. We're doing what the Pasik says. I'm admitting it and I'm abandoning it. I'm admitting my old ways and I'm aban- abandoning it. That person is Yeruchem. Hashem gives uh, mercy that he's Potter from the knas. And it gets turned into bracha for all, for 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 us, and that's why we say tochel shanah the the year with, with this is normally what we say or shanah time, but it applies now also the year with its curses whatever was in the past is done hashanah and we start a new year with its brachas right and we want to come in we're putting the past behind us we're recommitted to this matan Torah to this kabbalah Torah and that's why we finish the toichecha we read it before because we say we say to Hashem that's the old us that belongs to last year. We no longer are connected to that. we're admitting what we did, we're moving on and we're reaccepting, we're recommitting ourselves, we're revitalizing ourselves. We're, we're, re, we're, re, we're restarting our enthusiasm to accept the Torah and to live the way you want us to live. And that's dafka why we read this parsha in the week or two leading up to Shavuos, to say that that is the old us. We're, we're leaving that behind. And we're coming to Shavuos with a new commitment, with a new rededication to Hashem and to receiving the Torah anew. Nothing to do with the old stuff. And that may be why I saw another idea in this sefer called Nachal Yitzchak. It says the parsha begins in B'chukosei Telechu right before Hashem gets to the Teichacha and the curses, Hashem starts off with the positive side. If you will go in my chukim if you go in my chukim. Now we know from Parshish Chukas that the word chuk generally means a mitzvah that we don't understand, right? We don't, we, those are mitzvahs like the paraduma, Parshas Chukas, things that we don't really understand the reason for. If you'll follow my chukim V'es mitzvay say and my commandments you will you'll do and you'll keep them and you'll do them I will give you rains in the right time and the land will give its produce and the, and the, and the tree of the field will give fruit so first of all we mentioned before that shvuas on some level is the Rosh Hashanah of fruits. So Hashem is promising us fruits, right? So this also connects us to shvuas. But what the Nachal Yitzchak says is, he says, you know, but chukaisai means is a reference, like we mentioned from Parshas Chukas, that it does. It's something that I don't really understand. Hashem is giving us the key. You know, a person could come. He, he sees people who are who are bigger tzaddikim than him, and he says, you know, if I felt the love of learning that this tzaddik has, I'd be able to learn more also. If I appreciated the mitzvahs, but I don't really understand. I don't really understand the purpose of all the mitzvahs. I don't really understand Torah so well. I don't feel that, that joy and that, li- that liveliness that I see in other people. So how am I supposed to enjoy Hashem's Torah? So the Nachal Yitzchak says as follows. He says, in the beginning, a person has to accept the Torah as a chayk. Even if I don't understand it, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I know that Hashem told me to do this. I don't know. I don't enjoy the learning, but I know that I'm supposed to. Uh, I'm supposed to be kaveh itim la'teira. I do it with simple emuna. I do it with. I know nothing more than this is what Hashem wants from me. I don't know the reasons for it. That's the words in bechukosai Hashem says, if you'll just follow me, even if you don't understand, even if you don't appreciate it, just in bechukosai teilechu. Put one telechu is to walk, to put one foot in front of the other. Just do what you know that I want you to do, right? But then when a person gets into Kiyma Mitzvahs, right, and a person starts to appreciate them because that's automatic, and he starts to appreciate some of the sweetness of the Mitzvahs. Then it says, "Ves Mitzvahs already are things that you could appreciate. Mitzvahs are already things that you that you do. You'll start to appreciate them. In if you start off with a you don't really know what, what you're doing, but you do it because Hashem wants it. Ves Then you're going to start to watch my Mitzvahs. You're going to start to appreciate them. You're going to start to enjoy them. and then you'll fully do them. Your your whole head will be in the game. And the more we put ourselves in the more we do as then you will really do them you'll really appreciate them and then hashem promises you I'll give you your reign your your reign at the right time right that I will get you won't have to we know that one of the problems that people have let's say when it comes to learning is I have other things on my mind I have a business I have to take care of I have a job I have to take care of I have bills I have to pay it's very hard for me to put my entire brain into my learning into my mitzvahs. hashem says I'm gonna give you your reign at the right time. You're not going to have to worry about the other things. The, your Parnassel will come on its own. Your children will, 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 will obviously you have to do what you have to do you have to go through your shtadlis but it will, it will come with much, you won't have to put your brain power there. I will free up your brain to, to, to focus on my mitzvahs, to appreciate them. And then you're going to be able to do mitzvahs with, with hius and hischadshos he says, with life and with renewal you're going to constantly be excited and you're not going to have all these distractions that you have to worry about and he quotes from the Koshnet Magid the, on the Mishnah Ovis. The Mishnah Ovis says, Whoever keeps the Torah from poverty will ultimately keep it with wealth with wealth. And he says that what the Tan is hinting to is there that what does it mean in poverty if I keep the Torah in poverty? It means poverty of spirit, poverty of knowledge. I start to keep the Torah, I don't understand anything. I don't feel connected to it. I feel like the like I, I'm 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 bereft of any kind of meaning in my service of Hashem. But I do it anyway. If I do it that way, so then then you will you will eventually keep it out of wealth. You'll you'll be able to appreciate all of the beauty and the sweetness. You'll be considered like a wealthy person, a wealthy person who has a wealth of knowledge. You'll, You'll have a wealth of flavor and taste in the mitzvahs, and you'll and it'll continue to grow in that way. And I saw one other beautiful word from Moshe Leib Sasever who said that this Pasuk also, He says that a person, most of us, right, we have no choice. We have to be involved with physical things also, right? We have to be engaged in business. We have to do things, right? So he says that that's part of life and we're supposed to do that. We can turn that into Torah with this Pasuk. He says because if at the time that we do business, we can, we can... We can bring Hashem into our physical lives. So we can, we can, we can conduct our business in, according to halacha, the way Hashem wants us to do it, right? Then we could say, We know that we're supposed to, and every, uh, everything that we're doing is supposed to know Hashem, right? And a person, a person can, when he goes to business, say, you know what, everybody in my, my line of work, they lie, they cheat to get ahead. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take advantage of other people. I'm going to work hard to, do, to be honest in business. Therefore, when a person goes, let's say he's leaving his house in the morning to get to go out to work, so he should stand by the door for a second, this is what Meish Leib Sassavar says, and he says he should put his hand on the mezuzah and he should say the following words. I'll read you his words. Reboi Neshleil, master of the world, Shatishmar Oisi Midvar Sheker, Protect me from lying. Everybody in my, my career lies all day. Protect me from that. Umelitzonus, and from being, from, from mocking, making a mockery of things that are serious. Umel and talking bad about other people and hating other people and from other bad things that are, that are standard that are commonplace in, in the workplace if a person does that and then he goes out to work he just brought Hashem with him to work that's Torah with derecheretz, and that is something that means that when a person is going out to work he could turn his whole day into Torah and he says that's the explanation of this Pasuk right, that means that if a person takes Hashem's halachas with him when he goes out with my, with my, if you go with my, with my halachas, you take my halachas with you to the workplace. And you watch my mitzvahs. You're careful, even though you're out in the in the world where people are not so concerned about Torah, right? Rashi says on that. Right? Rashi says on the words. Rashi says shatiwa in betera you should be engaged in Torah says you can be engaged in Torah even when you're out in the workplace even when you're out doing other things that's also with taira that even when you're engaged in business pursuits and other things if you do them properly and you dab into Hashem that he help you that you do it in the proper way that is called a mailen betera right so you'll tell somebody we'll say what, what what are you engaged in right now i'm engaged in keeping the Torah i but it looks like i'm just selling items or i'm or i'm engaged in, in business no i'm a mailen because everything in my day, I'm thinking about it. I'm asking Hashem for help. I'm thinking about how Hashem wants me to conduct myself. That's called ameil and betorah. And then you're telechu. You're walking around in the world, and it looks to everybody else like you're just engaged in things, just like everybody else is. But you're in. But you're amel and betorah, You're asuk in terah the entire day. So we should take these messages along. We should understand what it means to be makabel the Torah this year We leave all the curses behind us. We recommit ourselves to make our entire lives full of terror, No matter what it is that we're de- that's demanding of us to learn all day, and we know that Hashem will give us the bracha that if we live like this, v'nasati gishmeichem that Hashem, like, like we explained before, that Hashem will give us the, the the without having to without having to chase it so much, without having to to be worried about it, and we will and will and the and will will come to the Rosh Hashanah of the fruits, the fruits of our actions. The fruits of our actions are those actions that a person that a person will see real fruits in his actions, and whether it's in his business, whether it's in his learning, whether it's in his mitzvahs, whether it's and raising his children. Everything will bear fruit and all the curses will, not, will, will, will be in the past and will be irrelevant to us. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.